Okay. So I'm trying to find the, the list of the winners again. I lost it because that's okay. Let me just eat some of those guys. I have food. with the next installment in our Star Trek Fan Fiction Contest Winners Podcast Series. This episode features our first, second place winner, Short But Sweet. Here we go! is that the stories be like streamlined without pauses. Oh, I printed it three times. Yeah. Right. And have some music in the background. Sound effects. And, uh, <laughs> okay, mister, I don't work here anymore. And uh, how about some, uh, <laughs> and have a video version <laughs> with uh, animated chip. Okay, so we have... Um, okay, go, go. So for second place, we have a tie. We have a tie. So we're going to read. We have a tie. One of them. Wait, one of them. We're going to read both of them, but you know, this is in no particular And then you, the viewer, are going to decide. No, we're not. (laughs) It's already been decided. Okay, fine. So, uh, second place winner number one is Trish Bennett with Kaven. Ooh. An Enterprise fanfic. So, just a little background. This is from. This one is based on Enterprise. Oh, the show Enterprise. Which is the cap, Captain Archer, um, who was mentioned in the first Star Trek reboot, aka Star Trek Eleven, aka Star Better Trek. Star Trek. No, I'm so <laughs> with joking. Zachary Quinto and uh, Chris Pine. And hey, by the Zoe way, I didn't Saldana, mean that when I said better Star Trek, just so Keith we're clear. Urban. I exactly. think that so, the next generation so is the best Star Archer, Trek there is. Archer just so is we're the all one. Clear. Archer, Captain Archer, for those who don't know, is the admiral who sent Scotty to that desolate planet. Oh, seriously? Right. But in this, he's a captain. Right. He's the first captain of the Enterprise. Ever. How does Charles Tucker talk? How does his... Charles Tucker is from from Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville. Is he like... He's got like a little southern draw. He's got a southern Just that little bit. Yeah, he's got a southern charming draw. A charming southern draw. Okay, so... Got it. Going back. So, second place, Cave-In by Trish Bennett. Okay. 
I know. I, 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 I got it. <laughs> my life. Okay, go. <clears throat> Cave In, an Enterprise fanfic by Trish Bennett. So you want to hear him talk? Yeah, I do. I can pull I'm gonna, it up on yeah. YouTube. Okay, okay, and yeah. You can hear him talk. I don't know whether I want you to keep this in or not, but I think it's cool that I'm listening to him talk in order to talk like him. Yeah. Okay. I just want to kind of mimic it as much as possible. Yeah. So. What time is it? Six fifteen. Late. That's what time it is. <laughs> okay, go ahead and pause it. I, I think I got his voice. Uh. That's great. Cargo containers, boots, you name it. Yeah, he's got that going on. All right, so our second place went, is a tie, as we said before. So we have Cave-In. Oh, you did it. Go. Cave-In, an Enterprise fanfic by Trish Bennett. How do I get myself into these things? Commander Charles Tucker leaned his head back against the damp stone wall silently pondering his predicament. The day had started off well enough. A big steaming stack of flapjacks for breakfast, a quick-witted jab at the Vulcan first officer, a brief shuttle pod mission to an uncharted planet. And that's when it all went to hell. Go check it out, the captain had said, and he was all too willing to jump at the chance. Though Enterprise offered many comforts of home, there were some things she just couldn't provide. And any opportunity for fresh air in his lungs and sun on his face was just too good to pass up. Take Hoshi with you, Archer's words echoed in his memory. It'll be a piece of cake. Yeah, right. Tucker sighed. Apparently the prehistoric natives of this planet never heard of cake. Or they thought he was one. In any event, after watching them puree the shuttle pod, he had no intention of sticking around to find out. So he and Hoshi ran and ran, and at the risk of being monotonous, they ran some more. Those blasted Neanderthal throwbacks were everywhere, and even with the fresh air now searing his lungs and the sun now scorching his face, he found time to make a mental note. Ask the science officer how she could so grossly underestimate this one tiny detail. Sparsely populated primitive culture, my ass! They needed a place to hide just long enough to contact the Enterprise and get a rescue team down to the surface. Enter the cave. Tucker was certain one day he would remember that cave as the primary component of Cave In. Today was obviously not that day. And now here they were, trapped for hours in virtual darkness behind a wall of fallen rock. But all things considered, knowing what was on the other side of that wall, it was probably the best of all possible scenarios. He felt himself nodding off, but sleep was the last thing he could afford. Staying warm and staying alert were the top priorities right now. The staying warm part was the easier of the two at the moment. With Hoshi nestled snugly against him, the shared body heat kept that concern at bay. Unfortunately, it also kept him drowsy, which certainly wasn't helping priority number two. Hoshi had already succumbed to the temptation, sleeping comfortably against his chest. Let her sleep, he thought. Maybe she'll forget she'd rather shoot her own foot off than go on a mission with me again. Tucker shifted his weight carefully to avoid waking her, pulling her closer to him and kissed her lightly on the forehead before leaning his head back against the cave wall. 
It seemed so natural. He didn't even realize what he had done until he felt her body tense in his arms. Oh, God, he said as she pulled back and raised her head to look at him. Hoshi, I, I am so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. She gazed at him as he stammered clumsily, her dark eyes curious and somehow sympathetic. I am such an idiot. Uh, please, please forgive me, he said. I promise it won't happen again. She stopped him with a firm kiss on the lips. It startled him at first, but he did not resist it. Why in God's infinite universe would he want to? Finally, she pulled back and Tucker opened his eyes. There, she said softly. Now we're even. This day is definitely looking up. Did she? Was she? Should he? He searched her eyes, every delicate line of her face, before leaning forward once more. Their lips nearly met when the stone barrier of the cave-in began to break free. They both jumped, startled as Archer's face appeared in the freshly made hole. Am I interrupting something? he said, surprise blending with amusement in his voice. Tucker rose and reached out a hand to help Hoshi to her feet. Just trying to keep warm, Captain, he said, refusing to cause her unnecessary grief. It's about time you showed up. They were freed from their confinement in a matter of minutes, and Tucker watched as a security officer led Hoshi out of the cavern ahead of him. Suddenly, he felt Archer close beside him. It's not really that cold in here, you know, the captain said lightly. Tucker shot him a quick sideways glance, and a smile played on his lips. It wasn't a piece of cake either, now was it? Archer grinned. Minding my own business, he said. Gotcha. Besides, he thought, as they headed for the exit, a little warmth never hurt anybody. And that wraps up this episode of the Sci-Fi Bloggers Podcast. Tune in next time for our second second place winner. See ya! You're listening to The Pod, the Sci-Fi Bloggers Podcast where we are sci-fi.